Hello, welcome to Gardener's World. I've added some compost to this part of the bed because I'm planting out some Florence fennel. Everybody. Welcome to another edition of Ronnie Barber's Fully Formed, live from a sunny, gated community. We're going to have a heat wave. How wonderful is that, a heat wave? Three days, that'll be, that'll be the summer, that's fine. It'll just stop raining when I go, well, it'll start raining when I go to Scotland. How are you? What kind of weekend did you have? Okay. Oh, I had a really good one, yeah. Uh, Saturday, what would we do Saturday? Oh, we had the grandkids... Uh, over Saturday afternoon and they were up in this uh, little studio up here playing I'm going to get them trained don't worry uh, they're going to be the next generation of decent broadcasters but the really weird situation yesterday well actually I went for a breakfast yesterday my son treated me to breakfast and my wife and his in-laws and we went to the Maltings for some breakfast It was nice, uh, but they weren't doing the breakfast menu because I don't know why. But so we had uh, had a sausage sandwich, and it was lovely. I had, a, I had it with brown sauce. I, mean, you, I get that thing with brown sauce. Uh, every now and then, I just feel have some brown sauce, Ronnie. Just just have it. Just kind of treat yourself to a brown sauce, and it was lovely. Uh, what have I got for you today? Oh, oh, yeah, I'll tell you what happened as well. Uh, I ended up wrestling uh, uh, with the. Um, uh, car wash. I went to do the car wash up uh, at the little Port BP garage. Uh, yeah, I, I like to keep, you know, I like to, I do the normal things. I know I'm a, a major minor celebrity, but I like to do all the normal things that, that people do. Uh, so I wash my own car. And I, I, I love the power thing. I love all that spray and then, you know, the zoosh and everything. It feels like I'm putting a fire out somewhere. Um, however, I, my, my uh, two, uh, the brush water thing, that got can, um, uh, tangled up with the whole, the, the, the shooty thing, the, uh, what's the name for that? The, what's the one for the spray? What's the one? Yeah, the, 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 the spray gun. Anyway, but they were, they're connected up, upstairs, up, up on the top, and the two of them get cut. Uh, so I ended up having to unfangle them. Uh, unfangle them or whatever. I tried, so I tried to, I had to unfangle them. So I spent my time trying to get one because as soon as I did it, the other two, but it was all above me. It was all above up in the, it was in the gantry of the, so I couldn't sing it. So I spent so long and I ran out of time for my car wash. <laughs> so I had to go and buy another, it wasn't the, it wasn't their fault. It's some, it just got, you know, it's nobody's fault, but my, well, it wasn't mine either. So I ended up, um, I, sp I had to do another car wash. So I might go and see the the, uh, the guys on uh, the A10. They, they do a good job as well. Though I always feel un un slightly uncomfortable when people are washing my car. I feel like, hmm, you know, I feel like I'm being posh. You know, if my mum was watching, she said, what are you doing getting somebody washing your car? She sounded slightly Irish there. Um, we'll talk about, oh, bless her, Sarah Harding passed away. I, and, uh, you know, I've said before, Girls Allowed in Little Mix, one of my secret uh, pleasures. Um, what we got today? Apparently the Taliban has got the portrait of the Queen from the embassy in Kabul. We've got to send somebody in to get that. We've got to get that painting back. That's outrageous. The Taliban, we don't know what's happening to that painting. So we should, why didn't they remove that? That's the first thing that should happen when we're coming out of an embassy. Right, first thing, the Queen's painting and then the coffee maker. Yeah, let's get the coffee maker. Probably the photocopier as well. Uh, Gandhi's uh, glasses are up, sunglasses are up for sale. Yeah. Uh, have you ever wrestled with a car wash? Oh, the mullet of the year is back as well, which is rather exciting. Um, oh, Casualty's 35 years old. I think I've watched two episodes of Casualty all the way through. Uh, what else? Uh, oh, Tal the Taliban and the rifles. I want to talk about that. They, they don't have a, like a... Well, the Taliban's now in complete control of Afghanistan. The, uh, the, the last kind of rebellion against them 
has ended. So the t- Taliban in complete control, though I think they have to do something about their flag. The flag is it's just not... Well, it's not, is it? It's not colourful enough. They need more there. Uh, what else have we got? Oh, Prince Charles's uh, mate, or his advocate text has just come in. Prince Charles's uh, advisor looks like uh, he's been advising the <coughs> wrong people. Good morning. Uh, yo, it's Marky D. How are you, Marky D? How's your back and everything? Enjoying your pictures from uh, Falmir as well, mate, uh, from the air. Uh, so we're doing that today. Uh, mullet of the day. Somebody's written something about scrambled egg. Uh, Gandhi's la- yeah, glasses up for sale and uh, should we send someone in to get the Queen uh, Queen's portrait should we send the SAS in uh, to re- get that painting back so we're having a heat wave everybody get your legs out wear your sun cream oh yeah a childhood poverty oh that's all the cheery stuff today oh yeah Rebels as well. vagueradio.co.uk that's the email and if you want to text me or phone me it's 07849453587 that comes flying through to me like a thingy of flying through the air uh, PM PM who's the PM let's think about it who's the prime, is that Prime Minister who's the Prime Minister uh, that would be Boris Johnson is in in invincible mode he's in invincible mode yes he's He's like he's a rugby player. And will push through a tax rise to fund social care despite considerable opposition within his cabinet. Now, who would be the considerable opposition? Probably Gove. Uh, I know Ian Duncan Smith is not in the cabinet, but he's got a lot of clout as well. Who else would be? Who would be against a tax rise? Sunak will be for it. Sunak, he wants us. Who else? No, is it, is it Little Sajid? Is Savage Javid, is he getting in there? I wonder who it is. Several cabinet ministers are known to oppose plans to raise national insurance to increase health and social care spending, which would breach a promise in the Conservative Manifesto. We talked about this on Friday. We said we'd, well, we've been talking this for a while. We knew this was coming, didn't we? Uh, it's, just a, I mentioned, it's just a question of how much. But I noticed today in the, uh, on the telly, they were saying it's you know, uh, to help the NHS. All right, so we're using this phrase again, help the NHS, stay at home, help the NHS, uh, raise your national insurance to help the NHS. Why not just uh, let's stop building 
let's think about it. Let's stop building the yacht, not Royal Yacht. Let's get some of the back money back that we gave for, for rubbish contracts. However, amid speculation about a reshuffle, oh, we're going to have a reshuffle. I love it when they do the reshuffle, don't you? You see the people walking in with their little tails wagging into number 10 and going, I think I've got a job. I think I've got a job. And then you, you, the other people who are going in and they come out with a frown because they've just got the, the bullet. Uh, no, we're not going to give you that. And a lot of people think they're going to get the big gig, but they don't get the big gig. Oh, wow. Um, however, amid speculation about a reshuffle, no minister is expected to fight the plans tomorrow. <laughs> right, OK. When Johnson is due to present proposals for Britain's social care system at his first cabinet meeting since the summer break, a public announcement will be made tomorrow on Wednesday or on Wednesday. Uh, what are they, what are the Labour Party saying? Well, they're saying, uh, I, don't, I don't know what they'll do to raise the money because we don't have a scooby about what the Labour Party's doing. Because Keir Stam, the only one that's talking is uh, Angela Rayner. She's the only one that sort of puts anything out on Twitter about how to raise money and uh, what the plans would be. Whenever the Labour Party are asked a question that can really wrap up the, uh, the Conservatist ideology, they back off. Keir Starmer's uh, avoided uh, a strike at the Labour Party because he's announced there won't be any red uh, redundancies. Uh, you know, they're short of money, they're skint. Yeah, they're skint. Um, well, he said they're not going to be compulsory redundancies, but it would be great. Keir Starmer, if you're listening, why not just say what you see? If you fancy doing, if you fancy coming out with a policy before, don't wait for your manifesto. The elections are way off. Tell us what you think now. What else we got? Uh, Wolf Hall author. Wolf Hall? What's that? Dame Hilary Mantel has provoked a backlash from historians and academics after saying that she is ashamed of Britain over its treatment of migrants. Too true. Thank you. I like her then. The author has won the Booker Prize twice and uh, I've never won the Booker. I've never been in it. How do you, how do you, do you have to, um, do you have to put something in? There's a book or something. Oh, a little posting here. Okay. Who's this? <clears throat> no, there's nothing. I thought it was some. Oh, I thought it was a comment on Facebook, didn't I? The author who oops, email as well. I'll get to that email in a second. Uh, the author has said who there's a, quite a few people coming out and saying how disgusted they are with the uh, the UK. I forget who's the other person not happy. There's a lot of people not happy about the way we treat migrants. Uh, this is the Times today. Oh, Gandhi's uh, uh, shades are for sale. A pair of Mahatma Gandhi's uh, sunglasses are expected to sell for at least £30,000 per month uh, th this month. The rimless, oh, they're great. They, you know, the Gandhi glasses, they look great. The rimless glasses have, I used to work with rimless glasses on uh, Specsavers FM. Hmm? Yeah. <laughs> The rimless glasses have uh, octagonal hand-cut lenses that are made for the Indian leader. East Bristol Auctions believe the glasses, which were given to the seller's grandfather, grandfather by Gandhi's, which were given to the seller's grandfather by Gandhi's wife in about 1910, are one of the earliest pieces of memorabilia. Wouldn't it be great if you could put on Gandhi's glasses and see the world as he saw it? Oh, Jenny Murray's not happy. You remember Jenny Murray? She used to do uh, Women's Hour. Uh, she's not happy because she found out that the woman who'd replaced her got more money. And that doesn't go down well with radio presenters. The former host of Radio Force Women Hour, uh, Jenny Murray, has said that she was infuriated by the salary of replacement uh, when the BBC released its latest pay list. Oh, is the latest money coming out? Dame Jen Jenny Murray criticised the income of Emma Barnett, who took, up, who took up the position as a new Women's Hour thing, yeah. Uh, the, I think my son uh, used to produce her at LBC, Emma Barnett. She used to do Sunday afternoons at LBC. She was quite nice, apparently. Uh, no, I, 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 you know, there's a few people we can talk about um, who are not as quite as nice, but let's not know. Yeah, Emma Barnett seems all right. Barnett, 37, uh, 36, earned £245,000 in the year 2021 uh, for 120 broadcasts of the Emma Barnett show on Radio 5 Live. 50 women's hours and 30 news nights. So she's actually, that's that's quite a few shows, to be fair, uh, Jenny. 
I think Jenny's maybe a wee bit upset she didn't get the uh, news night, do you? Yeah. Why didn't I get the news night? Because Jenny, I, I, you know, somebody else is doing it, love. Love, that would upset her. Uh, Murray, 71, had earned, who earned just over £100,000 when she left Radio 4 last year. She got £100,000 to pre present one hour a show. I think she's doing four shows a week, wouldn't she? Uh, £100,000 uh, when she left Radio 4. Uh, she, re <laughs> she, the, she realised that she's uh, le earning less than Barnet and it really pisses me off. That's not Radio 4. How dare you? That's why you've gone, Jenny Murray. You can't use language like that on your Radio 4. She added, it's infuriating. Actually, I didn't. I don't think, no matter how good they are, they are worth that. Uh, they are worth all that money. It's public broadcasting service. Were you worth a hundred thousand pounds a year? What is the what is the worth then for a, a network DJ? What is the what is Steve? I think Steve Wright's one of the highest paid ones, isn't he? It's like over 400,000 for doing the same same show every day, with factoids and everything. Murray is the latest, uh, longest-serving presenter of Women's Hour, having hosted for 33 years. So 33 years, 100 grand a year. I know it's, that you know, it'll be all index-linked and everything. Uh, she misses the job but no longer listens. Uh-oh, I deliberately switch off before, just before 10 o'clock. That's the right thing to do. It's a road to madness, by the way. It's a road to madness. Uh, bless her, Sarah Harding has passed away. Uh, and as I said before, I love Little Mix and I love Girls Aloud, but she's passed away. 39, breast cancer, so keep checking, everybody. We should always keep checking. We, you know, blokes down there, and men should check for breast cancer as well. Uh, check all the... And if you go to the uh, breast, breast cancer research, they have got all the signs and symptoms there. At public broadcasting, that is. <laughs>
this. Yeah. Uh, that was uh, Girls Allowed, uh, Secret Pleasures. That's a full, well, I think there already is a TV or a radio programme with that. Uh, Mr Woods just got in touch with us on the uh, Facebook thingy, talking about, I've just been talking about the uh, money and everything for uh, um, you know, the BBC and everything, and he just said, uh, big money for small audiences on BBC Radio. Well, uh, that's not strictly true, Paul. Uh, in radio 2 have got massive numbers, so Radio 4. The listing figures have not been released for nearly two years now. It's only public money, so who cares? Actually, I think a lot of people, I think the Tories really care about it, Paul. But also, uh, the reason Rajar hasn't been put out, uh, which is the way that people measure, it's a weird, uh, you know, uh, magic. I mean, ra ra radio figures uh, can mean anything. Uh, they can mean what you want it to mean. It can get people fired. And it can also get people extended. You know, if, if the bosses decide, oh, you know, the show's building, we'll keep them there a bit longer. Oh, no, we, we need to get them going, so they'll be gone. Uh, but um, the reason Rajar hasn't been, uh, figures haven't been published is because they haven't done Rajar because of COVID. <clears throat> Excuse me. Uh, but they will eventually, Paul, they will eventually get uh, published. And it'll be interesting to see what comes out. Uh, I have my fears. Um, for BBC Local Radio, I've said to you before, nothing to do with me not being there. I just fear that uh, local radio people have been asked to work really, really hard. And I don't mean that, that they don't really work hard most of the, all the time, but they've been asked to do more and more with less and less. But it's always been the case with local radio. Um, right, Prince of Wales, you remember him? Yes. Prince of Wales impression there, you happy? Yeah. Prince of Wales uh, has a, was 100% behind the offer to help a Saudi billionaire with his application for British citizenship, according to a fixer with links to Charles. The claim by what, uh, William Bortrick, this is in the Times, by the way, so it's all a legged. Uh, the claim by William Bortrick, uh, who, who's Bortrick, it sounds like, what's his name? Blackadder was uh, the claim by William Bortrick, who, who was a paid advisor to this businessman, Mahafuz uh, Murray Mubarak, came in as a former aide, sorry, Mahuru, if I've got it wrong, <clears throat> uh, came as a former aide to the prince tempor temporarily, only temporarily, uh, stepped down as head of one of Britain, uh, Ch Charles's charities. Michael Fawcett was said to have offered to help secure a knighthood and British citizenship for Mahfouz, who gave more than 1.5 million to Charles's charities. Ooh. In the draft letter, uh, Baltrick, the publisher of Piers Peerage, said that Mahfouz's uh, application for citizenship now take the highest priority. Oh, God. His uh, Royal Highness supports these applications 100% as there's no greater example of contribution than yours. Therefore, they should be rewarded and recognised. I can't. They're all in it, aren't they? Why don't we just... Here's what I want to do. I want to actually... Um, I want to uh, legalise, you know, just legalise donations and um, dubious contributions. Let's legalise it because, you know, we're going to drive underground. Let's get above board. If you're trying to get a knighthood and you have to give some money, get it all above board. Legalise that thing. Let's stop this because it's, it's very time-consuming. Legalise it. Oh, by the way, I've had an idea. If, you, um, if you're a woman in Afghanistan uh, uh, and you want to go in with the Taliban, start looking like a gun. Yeah. Have you seen the way the Taliban, they really like their guns. They, they cherish They never uh, go anywhere without them. And they, 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 they stroke, you see them holding them up the time and they're, and they're always shooting them. So that's my tip for women in Afghanistan. If you want to survive longer in Afghanistan, start looking like a rifle because that's the only thing they respect, it would seem. Quiz show faces tough questions on sex. I like a question on sex. I wouldn't have the right answer. While university students are among the most vociferous champions of equality, their zeal is not reflected in the uh, contestants' show on University Challenge. Oh, okay, okay, let's see what's happening here. Aye, aye, let's go. <clears throat> I'm not happy about that. Horny housewives, mega boobs, posh wives, skinny and wriggly. Do you know what these magazines are like? Um... Their zeal is not reflected in the contestants. Oh, by the way, this is Vague Radio UK. Uh, Ronnie Barber here uh, till Christmas. 
Uh, the figure of 24, oh, right, yeah, the 64 competitors on uh, University Challenged. Uh, the 64, oh, there used to be a competition at 3CR. Who was the guy who used to do breakfast there? And he played Universally Challenged. There's not been yeah, nice wee competition. Uh, of the 64 competitors to have appeared in the current series on BBC Two of University Challenge, which began in July 17, oh, July, 17 have been women. It's an outrage. The figure of 27% recalls uh, Jeremy Paxton's remark in 2015 when he introduced the final with the promise of tougher questions than earlier. Few tougher, perhaps, than why on earth are there no women left in this stage of the competition? Nice one, Jeremy. Corny housewives, mega boobs, posh wives, skinny and wriggly. Yes, exactly. Do you know what these magazines are like? No, I don't. So let's get more, let's start a campaign. Uh, Robert Pesson says that uh, every day he has his TV show is a bonus because he's a middle-class white man at a time when women and people from ethnic minorities are getting more of the high-profile jobs. So they should. Peston's, uh, uh, he, he's the Robert Peston, the longest questions in the world. Um, he is, uh, he's, he's not happy that he's been given a job. Peston's ITV's political editor said that he was lucky to have made it in television before people had noticed the terrible discrimination against women and people from the ethnic minority backgrounds. Do you think he was saying that out loud? Do you think he was saying that when he was in his gig? He said that the competition for jobs was more intense now that organisations were making an effort to employ more diverse staff. When do we want more diverse staff? When do we want it now? I see uh, another campaign is started by the magnificent, uh, uh, what's his name, uh, Marcus Rashford. Um, but he, he better he, he just work out how he's going to phrase it because he says uh, he wants a government investment in uh, child poverty. And the last thing this government needs to do is, what, we can have more kids? We can have more children in poverty if we give them more money? Well, let's get that then. You can imagine Johnson in the cabinet. What, we put more money in and more children will be in poverty? Nice one, Marcus. Finally, they'll agree with each other. What else have I got for you here today? Uh, Richard, what's this? Uh, Prince Charles scandal. No, uh, oh, uh, no, I wonder that one. Oh, World uh, Naked Bike. You know, we like uh, naked bike riding. World Naked Bike Ride cycles uh, through Edinburgh, leaving onlooker surprise. If you'd cycle through Glasgow, pal, where you get out, you wouldn't have got all the way through. While some, I'm just looking here. There's a, just a lot of men go, yeah, there are women there, don't get me wrong. But it's mostly men. Why is it some men just need to get the todgers out? You know, on a regular, you, you think, put it away, mate. Put it away. I mean, unless you're really proud of it. I understand that. You know, you know if you're really proud of what you've got there, then fine. But, you know, put it away out of the way. What else have we got here? Uh... Oh, Paul was just, well, he's just. I think you're right. BBC local radio days are numbered now. I think uh, local radio will uh, still uh, sort of uh, be around, Paul. The only thing will be, I think it'll be regional local radio. That's the way it will go. I think. Um, uh, I'll prove Geronimo was clear of tuberculosis. Oh, they'll pack. I think she should pack that in, didn't you? It might seem crazy what I'm about to say.
today he is uh, up on the Grand Union Canal near Watford Watford Gap not, uh, not the other Watford I'm going to have a kip then finish while the guys get on fixing the air conditioning oh, nice I must actually I must get my air conditioning uh, rebooted um all right, I see uh, Chris Payne's up in Scotland. He's just said, uh, yeah, uh, it's, it's, it's getting like Wales in Scotland, English and Gaelic, and now on the police cars, it'll be a language of... Yeah, of course there should be. Uh, Gaelic is the language of Scotland. I've actually thinking of taking it up. Uh, I think it was doing it. Yeah, another language. I tried English, didn't really like the English. Hey, Casualty's 35 years old. You'd think they'd cover every disease to go on, wouldn't you? And they must be redoing diseases. To 35 years, at an hour a time, that's a lot of diseases. Anyway, 35 years old. Um, as I say, I think I've watched about three episodes. Usually with a casualty, you get the guy, gets a ladder up there, and he's forgotten to uh, ladder up the, uh, to clean the windows, and he's forgotten to take his diabetic medicine. And uh, the paving slavs are a bit... Uh, where he puts his ladder? He's gone, he's, he's in there. And then he discovered his son has been trying to find him for years and he wanders into casualty. This is not a bad wee plot line, by the way. He wanders into casualty and goes, I recognise you. And the bloke is lying in the uh, thing. He, yeah, I know. What, I, no, I don't know you. You're my father. <clears throat> Virtual brains give surgeons a practice run. Brilliant. I'm, in, I'm all for uh, surgeons having a, ch a practice before they do something, aren't you? Yeah, I, I think, you know, just go and just pry it. Just, just yeah, don't, don't work in my brain. Though I do love the brain. Oh, I love its convolutions. I love all the, 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 the shape of the brain. It's very clever. Oh, it's different lobes, occipital lobe, the frontal lobe, the parietal lobes. I love all that. You can't beat a... You can't beat a brain. Well, you shouldn't beat a brain, let's be honest. You shouldn't. But, you know, you can't. It's a great thing. It's just very clever. An artificial intelligence system designed to make the brain surgery safer for patients uh, and less stressful for surgeons. Uh, but it must be serious, doesn't it? It must be really serious. When you're going into your work and you're, you've, got to, you've got somebody's life in your hands... And could save many thousands of pounds has been used by the NHS for the first time. Uh, the system allows surgeons to rehearse a risky procedure in a 3D representation of a patient's brain. Oh, clever people around the world, aren't they? Uh, the system, um, it's the first time that the AI-enabled uh, tool has been used like this for operations where tiny stents... Oh, tiny stents. I used to work with him. Old tiny stents used to do early mornings for me when I was doing the breakfast on the massive Brain FM. Tiny stents. Tiny stents. Oh, right, wait a minute. Have you ever had Tiny Bubbles by um, Sydney Devine? Tiny Bubbles. Have we got here? This is ten, it's, uh, one of Yersha's finest tiny stents. <laughs> Yodeled as well. Tiny bubbles, tiny bubbles in the wine, in the wine. Oh, they make me happy, make me be happy, and they make me feel fine. I said, tiny bubbles, tiny bubbles make me warm all over. We're the feeling that I'm performing at the Darlington in air. Massive in Scotland. So here's the I hope it yodels. 
Uh, I'll be back in the news in a second. So, apologies if you don't like Sydney Divine, but it's my show, I'll do what I like. What? I know you paid for it, but I'm, I'm in charge here. This is entertainment. I said tiny bubbles. Tiny bubbles. In the wine. Oh, they make me happy. They make me happy. And they make me feel fine. I said tiny oh, bubbles. Make me warm all over. He's nearly feeling and I'm gonna love you till the end of time. Oh, this is the yeah, guitar solo. I think I could ride a horse to this one as well. So here's to the golden moon, and here's to the silver sea. Oh, Lovely man. Make me warm all over With a feeling that I'm gonna love you Till the end of time With a feeling that I'm gonna love you Till the end of time Oh, yes! I think I can finally retire from this radio programme now because I have played Sydney Divine. Now, if they're playing a bit of that on your local radio, you'd be in there, would you? Would you? <laughs> Maybe not. But it's okay. Oh, uh, Sonia Watson. Um, Sonia Watson just put up. Oh, finish the sentence. I'm at the age when. All right. I'm at the age when I can't work at the BBC anymore. <laughs> I better not put that. Sonia got into trouble for that one. Uh, yeah, these virtual brains, by the way, the technology has been developed by Oxford Heartbeat, a British startup, which believes that uh, there must be a startup. And then when you get ended, you start you know, wind down. The vir first virtual practice operation was carried out by Professor Tufail uh, Patanaka, 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 at Leeds at, I must read these, but wait, I've got to read these stories before we start the show. I know. <clears throat> Hi there. Can you send me a, a reminder every day to read the questions before I start the show? This, the stories. Thank you. Uh, Brain aneurysms happen when blood vessels bulges to form a balloon-type structure. If ruptured, they can be fatal or lead to, yeah, really bad. They can lead to brain damage, stroke, and epilepsy. The surgeon voice taking, yeah, so it's really complicated, but now they've got this virtual brain so they can practice all the little things with the tweezers and the scalpels and everything like that. So you, you get the best treatment. Thank goodness people are still trying to get better at things. What's another? Uh, I've done the frozen eggs. Oh, freeze, frozen eggs. This is coming in. Frozen eggs. I didn't think you had to freeze your eggs. I thought you had to have them at room temperature, but it's not those eggs, you crazy kids. Frozen eggs and sperm storage limit increased to 55 years. Uh, you can actually, yeah, store, uh, storage limits for eggs, sperm and embryos will be up to 55 years under government plans that ministers say will give people greater choice or over when to start a family. 55 years is quite a long way, though, isn't it? Wouldn't that... Could... Could, could, could somebody... Could that egg be used later on for, like, somebody else in the family? Modern freezing techniques mean eggs can be stored indefinitely without deterioration, research from the Royal College of Obstetricians has suggested. The plans need parliamentary approval. Under the new system, they should be given. Uh, women would be given the option to keep or dispose of frozen cells or embryos at ten-year cycles. This new legislation will help turn off the ticking clock in the back of people's minds. Yeah, it will. Well done. That's another nice wee good story, isn't it? Yeah. I thought about getting my sperm frozen. Well, well, no, no. Hang on. Just before you start judging me, think about it. 
shouldn't I be leaving something around for the next presenters? Shouldn't there be some for, you know, so that they, they don't run out of great presenters? And my eggs would help that. 07849453587. Should the DJ have his eggs frozen? No, not my eggs, but frozen my sperm. I wonder how they freeze it. Well, it's just okay. I don't have to sit in a fridge. Hey! It's Vague Radio UK, we don't know what we're talking about. Would we try? Paul Carrick's voice every day. Every day. I will probably. Uh, that's uh, Ace, how long? Um, it's not a, it's not rhetorical. I think they were, he was asking how long that was going on. Affairs. I wonder what it's like to have an affair. Well, I've had several affairs. Uh, for you know, for the, When the news of the world was up and running, I was I was a go-to guy for affairs. Yeah. Oh, well, you, you have to. To get ahead in radio, my God. Get the numbers up. Hey, um, the Times has got a quiz I didn't know. The Times Daily Quiz by Olaf Bjortmott. Olaf, <clears throat> Olaf Bjortmott. He sets a quiz. Uh, so this is, I thought we could maybe do this to see how clever we are or how thick we are. Typically kept as livestock, which ruminant mammal has the uh, scientific name of Ovis Aries? Ovis Aries. <clears throat> Typically kept as livestock. Ruminant. 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 That's a, yeah, that's, that's stomachs, isn't it? It's either a cow or... Where's the answers? Oh, don't tell me I've ripped through the answers. I've ripped the answers. Page 15, they said. Page 15. Where are the answers then? Oh, here they go. Page 15. Uh, oh, right, page 15. Yeah, sheep. Uh, number two. And See, I could have done a whole bank holiday special just doing the quiz from the thing. 
Mind you, people just Google it now. In the old days, nobody had encyclopedias. You could keep a competition going for years. Uh, in, eight, nine, in 1780, Benedict Arn Arnold def uh, defected to the British side during which conflict? 1780. American War of Independence or American Revolution? I have a cunning plan. Was a catchphrase of which Blackadder character? Baldrick. Yeah, that's easy. Which Czech car maker, car maker produces the City Go, the sister model of the VW, uh, up and the Seat Mi? Me. Oh, Skoda. Which 12, 2012 Tour de France... This is a bit boring now, isn't it? It's getting that way. Which 2012 Tour de France winner was born in Ghent, Belgium, on April 28th, 1980? Mm, see, the, it's not Eddie Merckx. It can't be Eddie Merckx. No. No, no, I don't know who that is. 14, number four. Bradley Wiggins? Hey? Which 2012 Tour de France was born in Ghent, Belgium, on April 28, 1980? I didn't know that. Why didn't you tell me that, listeners? Why didn't we know? When did you go on holiday? What? Hey, Wiggle. Were you born in Ghent? Yeah. When did I, well, how did you get British then? Look, I'm not complaining. I've just seen it in the birthdays today. Oh, well. Happy birthday, mate. Oh, well, no, it can't be happy birthday. But anyway, thanks for thanks for being so great for Britain, even though you're from Belgium. Um, big story coming out of Gardening World. Hello. Welcome to Gardener's World. I've added some compost to this part of the bed. Because I'm planting out some Florence fennel. That's the end of then. Monty Don inundated with support as he posts devastating update. Now, Monty Don, you remember he had a stroke and everything? When you read a headline like this, this is in the Daily Mail, you start really getting worried, don't you? Oh, not Monty Don. Monty Don has been inundated with support from his Instagram followers and Gardner's World fans after sharing some devastating news from his Long Meadow Garden this evening. He shared that the big part of his long meadow garden has now met a sad demise. The star shared a photo of the tomatoes he'd been tending to over the summer, despite the devastating update. He'd carried on, even though these tomatoes had gone. He shared the photo of the tomatoes in view of his, uh, in view of his 945,000 followers after discovering they'd been hit with a bad case of blight, which is the disease that affects the plants. The disease is most commonly caused by fungi such as mildews, rust and smuts. Mildews, rust and smuts is the... Uh, that's how I'm going to sell the advertising today. Mildews, rust and smuts. Mildews, rust and smuts. <clears throat> that's the phrase that pays. Just phone up a local um, independent station and just say, is the phrase that pay mildews, rust and smuts? That's a blight. Monty admitted that the blight had led to the end of his tomatoes. The horticulturist wrote, Tomato blight has arrived for outdoors gardening delight, at least. It's arrived. And the eyes you see the tomatoes, they're gone. That's the end of them. But although devastating, tomato blight is air and waterborne, so it's very unlikely to survive in the soil over winter. Giving some advice to fans and fellow gardeners, Monty concluded, don't grow tomatoes or potatoes in the same spot next year. Nothing else will be affected. Affected. I think we'll just have a moment's silence, please, for Monty's tomatoes.
I think I... I, that was one of the first songs I ever played on radio. I think it was. Uh, the showstoppers ain't nothing but a party. Uh, we're into the last bit of the uh, the dying embers of Ronnie Barber's Fully Formed right here on Vane Radio. I'm here for four days this week because I'm going up to Scotland next week uh, for a, a break. Uh, right. All right, uh, there you go. Uh, oh, somebody thought I was on holidays. No, no, I'm not going until Friday, so I'm, I'm here till Thursday. Oh, uh, yeah, I'll not, I won't be here nothing on the Saturday on Vague Radio. Um... Yeah, who's that then? Cats on that one. Who's Hi, I thought you were on holiday. I thought you were on holiday. No. All right, okay. Oh, that is that is that you, Arlene? What a nice you've just walked me to the work. Oh good. Oh, that's nice. I like getting people to work with a wee bit of a wag to their tail. Uh big news really for me today is uh, the long and short of the new mullet champion. In France. Bonjour, comment allez-vous à Vidazen Petal. Fans of the Petto, fans of the mullet, the resilient haircut of the 1980s, have a new hero after a Belgian man's locks were uh, judged best in Europe. In Europe, Nicholas van der Keelen. I am Nicholas van der Keelen. Um, a lorry driver has kept his style for 20 years. He beat 100 people uh, vying for the title in Chenier's limousine. What Chenier's limousine is that a place then? Guta Instant of France, the last one said, I put a few hairs in the trophy. I hope he will do the same. What? Oh, God. Yeah, this guy's got a magnet, and he does look like a drawer. That, that sounds a bit laureus, doesn't it? But he, he, he does, uh, yeah, he, but it's great mullets. So great mullets of our time. Who are we thinking about? Well, we had, uh, well, we, we had uh, Glenn Hoddle. We had uh, that other footballer as well, mullets of time. I didn't really have a mullet. I had an all-over mullet. My hair kind of went that way, but it went below my ears. I love my hair. Oh, I loved all my mullety stuff. Hey, I've got to go because uh, what am I doing today? Um, I'm going to go get my coffee. I'm going to go for my Starbucks. Uh, then I've got to get some milk. I've got to uh, post a letter to my sister. Uh, post a, a card to my sister. It's her anniversary. Got to do that today. Apart from that, I've got to go to the gym. I've got to get my weight down. Yeah, of course, a nightmare. Trying to keep your weight down is absolutely a nightmare. Hey, have a lovely day. Wear a mask and keep your hands to yourself, you dirty beggars. Are you uninspired by what's in the fridge? Well, we're here to help and come into your rescue with some exciting new recipes. This is Ready Steady Cook. Going to Pizza Express in Woking is an unusual thing for me to do. Hello, welcome to Gardener's World. I've added some compost to this part of the bed because I'm planting out some Florence fennel. 